from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. What works best to stimulate the economy? Government spending in combination with tax cuts, or should taxes be raised? This question is being discussed in Washington as the administration and Congress grapple with ways to address the deepening recession. While opinions vary greatly, there is one thing we know for certain. Placing a windfall profits tax on the oil and natural gas industry would be exactly the wrong thing to do. David Montgomery, vice president of CRA, has produced a study commissioned by API about the windfall profits tax, and he's in the studio with us today. Also, API's Chief Economist John Felmy is with us as well. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hello, Jane. David, if the Obama administration and the Congress were to impose a windfall profits tax today, what would happen to the economy? Jane, if the administration and Congress imposed a windfall profit tax on the economy today, and that tax looked anything like the bills that we saw in Congress last year, it would do no good in the short run, and it could do considerable harm in the long run. Right now, there's no way we could expect a tax designed like the ones that were proposed last year to raise much revenue, if any at all. But at the same time, the threat of a tax that would significantly diminish the incentive for investment and the returns that the oil and gas companies can earn from their investments in drilling and producing oil and gas in the United States would put a serious damper on investment. It would put a damper on the investment that they're undertaking now and a damper on investment in the future because investment plans are made based on expectations of the returns that a company will see out in the future. If a windfall profit tax took away 50% of their their revenues in good times and left them with all of the losses in bad times, that would be a significant damper on investment, and it would start putting workers in the oil and gas industry out of work today and raising costs to American consumers. Speaking of consumers, David, can you explain how a windfall profits tax might affect the average American family? Yes, Jane. The first indicator that comes out of our analysis is that the windfall profit tax would take between 20 and $40 billion out of the pocket of American families per year and reduce their standard of living, essentially, by about that amount. Earlier, David, you mentioned jobs. So how many jobs could be jeopardized as a result of a windfall profits tax? Jane, the answer to that question is going to depend on the economic conditions at the time. So I'd have to give a range, but by 2030, depending on what happens to the price of oil, to the condition of the economy, it could be between 370,000 and 490,000 jobs. Very significant in the time of a recession. That's a very significant job impact, and we would expect to see it soon, as I was saying before, because even if the windfall profit tax doesn't raise money now, it would still have negative effects on the investment of the oil and gas industry. And that means further reductions in the kind of investment spending that are needed to get the economy going again. And I take it that would have some impact on oil supplies? Yes, it would have a very significant effect on oil supplies. We estimate that by the time it was fully in force, U.S. oil production could drop by between 21 and 26 percent. 
and most of that would have to be made up from increases in oil imports of 1.2 to 1.5 million barrels a day. That's a really significant change. And the reason it comes about is because the windfall profit tax takes away a large part of the incentive for investment in oil and gas production. Now, your study addresses only a windfall profits tax, which was an idea embraced by Barack Obama during the campaign, and then he dropped it when the economy went south. But would these adverse impacts apply only to a windfall profits tax, or could they apply to any similar tax on the oil and natural gas industry? Yes, they would, because the key effect of what's called the windfall profit tax is to take away a large part of the incentive for drilling for oil and gas and investing in the building the refineries that we need to produce an adequate amount of clean fuels inside the United States. So any policy that is affecting those prospects for the oil and gas industry and what can be earned on the billions of dollars of investment that are required in order to keep oil and gas flowing would have a similar effect. And just over the past year, we've seen proposals for price gouging legislation that would cut back the returns that refiners can make on their investments. We've seen proposals for other forms of taxes on the oil industry. We've seen immense difficulties in negotiating a set of terms under which the Alaska natural gas pipeline could be built to provide natural gas to the United States. All of those policies do the same thing. They increase the risks for oil and gas investors, they lower the returns that they can expect after tax and after payments to the government from the investments that they make, and therefore they make a lot of investments uneconomic that would otherwise be good for the country, good for the consumer, and economic to make if those taxes weren't being taken away. John, how does David's study compare with other studies about the windfall profits tax that have been produced over the last few years? Well, there have been three studies that are produced. Two were by the Congressional Research Service, first in 1990 and then 2006. In those studies, the basic conclusion was the same. This has the effect of reducing production, increasing imports, and doing exactly the wrong thing when you're trying to improve U.S. energy security. The third study was one done on who would be affected by a tax increase. Because after all, companies are owned by tens of millions of Americans who have their retirement and other savings invested in these companies. If you take money away from the companies, you're taking money away from those individuals. And so the adverse impacts were compiled by the Investor Action Foundation group uh, a couple years ago. Uh, uniformly, this is common sense. It says raising the costs to the oil industry do not help consumers. They damage the economy. They reduce employment, increase imports, increase the trade deficit, and are a really bad idea in this critical economic time. So you don't really see any new surprises, I guess, in this study. These are the impacts that one would expect to see from a tax during a recession? This is really Econ 101. You reduce the uh, uh, returns to making investment, and you get reduced investment. You get reduced investment, you get reduced production, you get reduced production of oil, you get increased imports, all other things equal, and that doesn't help the consumer. It harms the economy and is the wrong thing to be doing at this point. In the 1980s, the U.S. actually had a windfall profits tax. I know it didn't last terribly long. Uh, what was the impact of that and what happened to it? 
Well, as the CRS study initially uh, outlined, it basically resulted in draining tens of billions of dollars from the oil industry, reducing the amount that the industry had to invest, reducing production, increasing imports, and then the government took the money and largely frittered it away on projects that didn't achieve anything. Uh, all too often we hear the same things keep coming back again, and those who uh, don't remember the past that appear are doomed to repeat it. Well, if taxes aren't the answer, John, what is the best solution? What should we be doing for the economy? Well, we really think that this is a very straightforward thing to do. All they need to do is increase our access to produce more domestic oil and gas. The companies have demonstrated the willingness to invest tens of billions of dollars to pay bonus bids, to pay royalties, uh, to look for oil, to find oil, uh, and help uh, the American consumer. We think that this is a win-win circumstance. They just simply need to change the policies that re restrict the companies from producing more oil and gas in the United States. David, what are your thoughts on the best course of action for the economy today? Well, I think any time we're in a difficult economic situation as we're in today, there's a trade-off that policymakers face between doing something in the short run to get the economy moving again and doing something to, to maintain and create the right incentives for growth in productivity and uh, GDP over the long run. Applying that formula here, the long-term consequence of policies are really important that we need to have policies that will encourage and stimulate investment because it's that investment that provides us with energy security, that provides us with increases in productivity, growth in the standard of living for, for all of the American people. The best way to do that is to remove the obstacles to investment, at minimum avoiding piling additional taxes on investment, and by if possible, reducing those taxes so it's the private sector that takes up the initiative again and gets the economy moving with investments that are going to be productive over the long term for our energy security and for the growth and productivity. And it's the same thing for people. Increasing government spending, whether it's with or without taxes, all by itself simply puts a burden that at some point has to be paid by the American taxpayer. And that means that there is a disincentive for effort, there's a disincentive to go to work, there's a disincentive to save, and those are all the things that are really critically important, not just for getting the economy going, but for keeping it going in the long term. David Montgomery and John Filmy, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.